speaking of uh, like Pony Club and people going to college, you met your Pony Club sweetheart <laughs> and married so hokey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hokey. <laughs> Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. Hey, Karen, it's that time of the show again when we highlight a, um, a, a review. Nice. So, you know, uh, we have another five-star review mm-hmm. on Apple iTunes podcast, mm-hmm. and um, this one is from Starline Equestrian. Gave us a five-star review. Right, and they write, Kick On, great podcast that is really sharing the inside stories of event riders, vets, coaches, and supporters. Best eventing podcast out there. Kick on and keep on going. Heck yeah. Absolutely. I like that. Uh-huh. Man, Starline Equestrian, we, uh, the check is in the mail. Thank you so much for that five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. We'll send cash. Uh <laughs> So listen, thanks a lot, Wendell. But we, in, in, in all seriousness, we really do appreciate it. And uh, those five stars mean a lot to us. And also the fact that you guys took your time to write that very nice and um, very very nice review for mm-hmm. us. So, Karen, I, I just can't um, I can't tell people how how much I really do appreciate this. And um, it's just it's fantastic and and it just inspires us to just keep going and yep. so we really really appreciate it so thank you very much Starline Equestrian and uh, keep on listening we hope to keep on bringing you some 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 uh, five star worthy podcasts yep thank you awesome and on tonight's show uh, we'd like to welcome uh, she's not only a four star event rider but she's also a new mom oh Allie Saxon Allie Saxon welcome to the show hi. <laughs> Thanks a bunch for coming on the show. We sure do appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Karen, do you ever feel like when you see Allie out there, we say, boy, we knew her when? Yeah. Back when she was still, <laughs> you know, I think you were just like a, maybe a B pony clubber when we met you, I think maybe. <laughs> wow, really that long? <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel old. Uh-huh. That was a long time ago. <laughs> so, I know, uh, I was thinking back, uh, it's funny, I realized like this year has been 10 years since I got my A. Really long time. Wow, you are old. <laughs> Actually, no, we're old. Yeah, we're old. We <laughs> uh, ten years since you got your A. Yeah. How old were yeah, you? Yeah, because your... I've been doing a lot of prep with a bunch of kids recently. Um, I know I'm very involved with Pony Club. I think that's kind of how we all met initially. Absolutely. So uh, I have a my working student slash groom is getting ready for her dressage C3 and her HA, and I have a couple other kids getting ready for HBs. And I was like thinking back, I was like, wow, I haven't taken a rating in a really long time. It's changed so much. <laughs> Has it changed a lot? Yeah, the, it's. It, They've almost made it a little bit easier for the kids um, where they can retest a lot of parts and it's a little more um, not so rigid as it used to be, I guess, is a good way to put it. Hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, I guess. Trying to make the kids succeed, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know there's a whole lot of kids that the rating is the reason that they, (laughs) unfortunately, the ratings are like. Yes. They're tough. A lot of kids in the wrong. So, hey, where are you? uh, Where are we talking to? Like, where are you at? 
So um, Sam and I have a little house over in West Grove, um, but uh, my family farm, which is where I work out of, is right down in Landenburg. Um, we are literally backed up to Fair Hill. So I uh, basically do all my hacking and galloping over across the street, which is like White Clay Preserve and Fair Hill, which is quite nice. So awesome. I'm in West Grove. They're in Landenburg, so we're about 15 minutes apart. That is fantastic. And uh, Yep. Pretty lucky. <laughs> so, you're, so you're on board with the new Fair Hill uh Oh, absolutely. Um, it's uh, it's exciting. I am uh, excited to see things get started here soon, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're stoked as well. So for anybody that doesn't know, we're we're probably just on the other side of where you're from, on, on mm-hmm. like the opposite side of Fairhill mm-hmm. from you guys. So yeah. kind of almost yeah, neighbors, almost. Almost. Not quite. Wave. Wave across the preserve, basically. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, that is wonderful. So, hey, uh. So you mentioned Pony Club. How did you, like, how old were you in? Like, how did you get started, you know, in riding? So, period? um, I got started probably when I was, like, four or five. I got into Pony Club about five. Um, my aunt Sid, who was very involved with Pony Club, was the one that got and got me started with horses, and she kind of got me into the involvement mm-hmm. to the Pony Club and everything. Um, so I started with Brandy Winehound's Pony Club, which is located in eastern Pennsylvania region. Um, and it kind of just, the bug bit me. My mom tried to get me involved in a couple other things and nothing quite stuck. I always wanted to go back to the barn red pony. Nice. So got involved very young and basically did as much as I could and, uh, enjoyed every moment of it. That's for sure. That's cool. Were you always like coming up, uh, who were like your coaches and stuff? Uh, uh, there was like, we always, our club was always really good about using local people. So we had a lot of like local kind of dressage riders, show jumpers, up and coming inventors that would come in and teach our lessons and stuff. Um, we had a really good instructor program. So we always were getting, you know, very, you know, high quality instruction, but people were always doing, you know, at a good pony club rate. So all of us pony clubbers could afford it, which... I think is a huge thing and something I try to definitely return now that I'm kind of out there doing it as a profession. You know, I always like to try to give back. So when I do clinics or lessons for clinic clubs or whatnot, I try to give them, you know, the pony club rate is what I call it. So, you know, because I know this is a nonprofit organization. So, you know, when I go teach there, you know, I'm not trying to make a buck basically. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that is. That's good. I know you helped, yeah. you know, for, we, we, uh, you know, just for any listeners out there, like you helped our oldest son. Yeah, get his HB. Work for his HB. And so I know. Uh, yeah. And he passed. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that HB, that, that, that's a tough one now. So as you know, for people that don't know the Pony Club system, it's all knowledge. It, it's a lot for the kids, but I think it makes them better horse people and better just people in general because it's a lot of pressure for them to do these testings. But, you know, it kind of sets them up for life and job interviews and, you know, world presentations and all that good stuff. They, you know, you don't realize it when you're in Pony Club, but all that stuff really does help you in the long run. Yeah. So, hey, as you started, like, I, you know, because we know you, I don't know, I guess I, I'm i just going to blurt out stuff that I know about you, but I have questions about. Like, you went on to college. Um, yep. And then could you tell us about, cause you know, we actually get a lot of people that email us and stuff. And I always ask people are like the riders, are you like pro college or are you 
like more along the lines of get out of high school and just go mm-hmm. and ride. And it's a mixed bag of what riders give us. Yeah. But I know you went to college. So can you tell us about that, what your opinion is on that? And then also yeah. how you would balance that. So I went, I went ahead and went to the University of Delaware and I got a bachelor's degree in agricultural business. Um, they no longer offer that program, unfortunately, there because it was so small even when I was there. Um, hmm. But, you know, college was something that definitely, like, my parents were encouraging me strongly to do. Because um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I always knew I wanted to do the horses. It was like, okay, well, what makes sense? And my dad was very strong at influencing me to go ahead and go to college and get my degree. So if anything, I, you know, I have that, um, you know, I think looking back, you know, I'm happy I did it and it's definitely like, I'm glad I have it. But a lot of the kids nowadays, you know, that I teach, I say to them, look, if you don't know what you want to do, don't go to college yet. Because I think college has gotten so expensive mm-hmm. that it's if you're going and you don't know what you want to do, it's a lot of money wasted if you're just kind of washy wishy washing around. Right. Um, so I am very pro trade schools, pro you know internships, which apprenticeships. You know, uh, my current been working student is a great example. She went to college for a year, decided she had no idea what she wanted to do. She had taken her HB. And then reached out to me about coming to work for me while I was pregnant because I needed somebody to help me ride the horses and whatnot. And she basically was very upfront. She's like, I don't know what I want to do. You know, I just want to come work for a year. And in the last couple of weeks, she's decided she's going to actually go to massage school for humans. She's actually already gotten her massage, almost got her massage degree in equine. Um, cool. But she's going to go do that because she really enjoys it. She really is passionate about it. So this fall, I think she's, you know, going to apply and hopefully starts classes um, in, you know, human massage. And she's really excited about it. So I think, you know, her parents have been super supportive of, you know, letting her figure out what she wants to do. And I think that's great. And, you know, she took a year and she's learned a lot. She's getting ready to, you know, take her HA and whatnot. And, you know, I think she's a happier person than when she came because she's found who she is as a person. So I think that's really important for kids coming out of high school to do because I don't think you know who you are when you come out of high school, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. What am I, Karen? 22, and I still I still don't know. You're, you're 22. A, well, I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> you're a lot older than 22. <laughs> in, my, in my mind, I'm 22. <laughs> I, I, guess I guess I'm, what, am I 40, 44? Am I 44? I don't know what. Uh, I mean. Yeah. The point is, but I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Yep. I think I want to be a professional podcaster. Major, I think yeah, major yeah. league eventing is actually what I want to do with my life. I'm pretty. I found it at 44 yeah, yeah. years old. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it took me 44 years. So. <laughs> yeah. So I guess in short, you know, I think it's the kids have got to, you know, it's it's so hard nowadays, and you know, I just encourage people to find what makes them happy. You know, mm-hmm. and I, you know. Hopefully, you can make a living from it. It doesn't have to be horses. If you want to do horses, how can you fit a career that fits horses and all that stuff? And I kind of try to guide them a little bit down that path. I still don't really know what I'm doing half the time, but <laughs> <laughs> I kind of make it up as I go, and it's been working out so far. I think that's uh, I think that's really nice advice. I think it yeah, is good. It's hard to ask a 17 or 18 year old sometimes what they want to do with the rest of their life, and it is a uh, 
a pretty big decision to make, especially with the financial investment of absolutely certain colleges. Absolutely. Well. So I think that's fair. That sounds pretty good mm-hmm. to me. I think so. so. Speaking of uh, like Pony Club and people going to college, you met your Pony Club sweetheart <laughs> and married Bo Hokey. <laughs> <laughs> So your pony club <laughs> sweetheart so your husband yeah. is sam saxon and yuppers i love him i love him <laughs> um i think he's just the greatest guy ever mm-hmm. uh i don't know we met him through pony club and like tetrathlon and stuff like that and then um can you tell us a little bit about how you and sam met and Give us a little bit of his history just for people who don't know, because I think he's a fascinating guy, too. And I would just love to. And actually, we just interviewed Doug Payne and he brought up Sam as well. That's what we heard, actually. (laughs) Working with now Steve uh, Berkowitz over at Univille said that. Uh. We were like, oh, that's funny. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, Sam has also got a Pony Club background. And we met at the Pony Club annual meeting in 2009. Um, he was doing a presentation because he had just attended the Beijing Olympics for modern pentathlon. And for people that don't know, it's like Pony Club Tetrathlon, which is running, swimming, shooting, and riding. But they add a fifth sport, which is the fencing. Um, so he went to the Beijing Olympics for that. And he actually got involved with modern pentathlon because of Pony Club through Tetrathlon, if you can follow all that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we met there and, yeah, connected and decided to give this whole Dayton thing a whirl. I was in school and he was kind of, I think he was up at Penn State at the time training. Um, and kind of the rest is history. Um, we spent, you know, a lot of time apart through our relationship just because of what each of us did. Um, and then in 2000. 13 we got married and he then started vet school that following january and he's now graduated and doing an internship over you know the little equine and kind of just starting to get his feet wet with this whole vet career thing that is awesome yeah we're so excited for him because yeah we you know we kind of remember talking to talking to sam like before he left to go to vet school and uh it's just it's just nice to see we 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 definitely saw the sacrifice that 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 you both made in uh in him pursuing that career and uh i just uh i couldn't be happier for him and you and 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 everything and yeah your oh, little baby you. your little your little well, annie <laughs> annie yeah a little peanut as we call her <laughs> little cutie pie yeah, yeah she, i can't believe she's gonna be seven months next week yeah something wow. like that wow she's like I'm like, where did the time go? She's a crawling machine. She's trying to pull up. I'm like, you can slow down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once they, everyone's like, oh, I can't wait till they crawl. And then all of a sudden they get into stuff and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> no. She gets into everything. And it's like, I'm like, I get why people are like, they're exhausting. They're, <laughs> she's everywhere. Like everything in the mouth, grabbing out the cords, like everywhere. And thank God we have patient dogs because she crawls over to them and like grabs onto them. Like, what are you doing to us? But yeah, she's, she's pretty great. Uh, she's, she's definitely been a fun addition to the group. Um, you know, my, my whole fun addition to the group. (laughs) (laughs) Such like a horse person. It's a family, you know, it's a family business. My, My parents farm. We, when we were still, when we got first married, we were at 
Sam's family farm out Western PA. We're now here. You know, it's, I go to the barn and I give her to my mom. My mom watches her while I'm doing stuff in the barn. You know, my mom's actually hasn't been feeling well the past couple of days. So my dad's been watching her, you know, it's just, his Sam's parents come out when I go away to teach clinics and watch her. So it's like a, a big family effort. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> to add this addition to the group. You know, I kind of, laugh because I was like oh it's just going to be like add another dog yeah and then when you but have kids you're like this is not like having a dog no not at all no, no. a so. shout out to your parents and Santa's because we know both of your folks and you guys both have two like you each have like some amazing supportive parents and uh yeah we're pretty blessed that's mm-hmm. for sure man oh man <laughs> holy smokes and I, I know Sam's it, dad pretty well because through again through tetrathlon and pony club and i tell you just uh just great people so you guys are definitely awesome so tell us about your your business it's von saxon eventing could you tell Mm -hmm. us about how that's uh what you got going on over there so um i started kind of like right after we got married i decided to go ahead and give this whole writing thing a, a career profession and go um so I kind of started off just doing a little bit of training um, at Western PA, and it's kind of slowly grown. Um, I have some training horses that I have in. I have a couple boarders, and I have a handful of clients as well. Um, You know, my parents' farm isn't huge, so it's kind of nice in a way because it keeps it in a manageable size for the moment, especially with everything else in my life that's going on. So, um we, you know, we're, again, it's a very family-based barn. Everybody that I work with is super in terms of, you know, understanding I had just had a baby, life's changing a lot. You know, we're a very supportive group. It's a small group. It's a fun group. Um, you know, I've got everything from adult amateurs that's looking to do our first recognized event to some young riders looking to maybe potentially try the young riders thing next year. Wow. That's to... Uh, my one owner lives out in Ohio. I have her off the track thoroughbred kitty right now. Um, I've had a couple of her other horses. She's got a bunch of young horses coming up. So as they get older, they'll kind of cycle through and come out. So it, it's a great group and I'm super blessed because everybody's awesome. You know, I've, I'm a drama free type of barn and luckily all my, my clients and owners and students are very much the same way, which is great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So would you say like, so your business is pretty well split between like training horses and the riders, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, um, right now I kind of have three horses that are under my like full-time riding. I have, uh, a handful of boarders and then, um, I'll have students that come in and out and working students that come in and out. So we have eight horses at the farm right now. Um, that's awesome. So yeah, it's a good number. Um, I wanted to keep it, you know, a little small for a little while until I kind of figured out this whole motherhood thing. Yeah. Um, but I do a ton of teaching, and I really enjoy teaching. Um, and I always say, like, if everybody else left, I wouldn't be able to manage my business on my own if I had to. So, you know, because you never know what's going to happen in right. life. And if your groom leaves, your working student leaves, you don't want to be totally, you know, drowning in in horses and work so yeah, yeah. i, think I try to keep it balanced <laughs> slow build is 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 uh usually has a solid foundation mm-hmm. you know over right. s- take on everything possible and take on a bunch of debt and and things like right. that that then it becomes 
hard to it gets out of control sometimes Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and that's you know one thing that sam's been really good with me is you know how how do we make this not go in the hole you know because i think it is so easy to get wound up in the craziness of the horse world at times and lose perspective of reality so it's nice because he kind of knocks you on the head every once in a while and it's like okay here this is what needs to be done how do we make this happen uh, well now you Which got vet nice. money coming in you're good you're good <laughs> <laughs> yeah that vet school though <laughs> uh, so um a lot of people know you um riding this little little gray uh conamara cross uh sparrows nero how's he doing He's doing good. Um, you know, I when I was pregnant last fall, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get back and get to Rolex again this spring." Well, uh, funny, funny. I <laughs> did not quite realize that it was gonna take me a little longer to get back to myself, and so we took it a little bit slow this spring. I didn't mm-hmm. quite have the spring I wanted with him, but you know, I look back and I'm like, you know what, I. You know, I'm happy. Nothing drastic happened. Yes, I may have fallen off in show jumping, which I don't think I've ever done on him. <laughs> I may have walked home at Bromont, but at the end of the day, I have a sound horse. He's a rock star. He, you know, he's not one to hold grudges or get funny with things. He just kind of rolls his eyes at me and continues on. <laughs> you know, he's got a good little personality, so he's good. I'm, I'm hoping to um, head to the Fairhill Three Star in the fall nice. with him. Nice. So. We'll be hitting the plantation, potentially Warven, Fairhill oh, cool. kind of. So the fall seasons, fall seasons, uh, definitely booked for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, how I, big yeah. is how big is Neo? He's fifteen three. Fifteen three. Yep, fifteen three. So he's, but he's it's funny because he looks small when I'm standing next to him, but when I get on him, he's a pretty broad horse. He takes up a good bit of my leg, and he looks he always looks bigger in pictures, I think, than. He does in person. Everybody walks up to him and is like, oh, he's tiny. And I'm like, yeah, he is actually short. Yeah. <laughs> he is half pony. Yeah, because you're really tall. Yeah, I'm about 5'10". But yeah. luckily, he's got quite a barrel. And it's funny because my other two horses that I have right now are 16 hands and maybe 15 free. So I clearly don't buy big, ride big horses, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and is he, is he, um, were you partial to Connemara's when you, when you got him or was that... So I actually had his half-brother prior. I had, um, his name was Marshall, and he was from the same Connemara Stallion, um, Grangefin Sparrow. And I had gotten Marshall for a dollar, actually, because he bucked everybody off. And the lady kind of was just like, he needs to go to a good home. So I had Marshall, and Marshall and I, I think, did most of the intermediates up and down the East Coast. Um, He was a great horse for me to learn how to go over bigger courses. Um, horrible in the dressage. Could not do dressage to save his life, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we all have our, our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, but uh, I had him, and he actually had been killed by lightning um, oh in a free thunderstorm. And mm. I knew of Neo available, and so um, I worked out a deal with my grandparents to help me buy Neo. And uh, that's how Neo kind of came in my life. And wow. you know, between Marshall and Neo, I've kind of fall in love met a lot of the Connemara world um which is great because it's a fun group of people you know they really just love their ponies and for me I'm like my owner Jill who breeds some uh Connemara's as well she has her own stallion um Blue Ridge Monroe um 
she, I, I keep telling her, you need to make my next Neo. And she's like, oh, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> so, I mean, and Neo, like, he climbed the levels pretty quick. How old is he now? So he's 15. He um, he turned 15 in July. So, oh, okay. And he, he was quite nice because he really didn't do much before I had him. And he, I got him as a 7-year-old. So in a way, it was almost nice because he didn't have a ton of pounding on his legs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, some horses at 7 have already run, you know, potentially two stars and he and I did our first well he did his first event with me so and he did he moved quite he moved along pretty quickly um and it's hard because I compare every other horse to him now and it's like okay they're not all Neo (laughs) some of them take a little longer than Neo does so he's a nice horse but Mm -hmm. I tell you we uh we really are big fans of both of you guys yeah (laughs) that was uh yeah he's fun that's it's funny because people are like I'll be talking to them, like, I'll mention Sparrow's Neo. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. Everybody knows Neo. They know your horse. It's like, oh. They're asking you to introduce us to your horse. Just really quick, I know know you're kind of short on time, but could you, like, the lightning strike, um, like, is that just, like, a storm brewed up and he was out in the field? Is that? Yeah, so we were, like, at dinner, I think it was, and, there had been a storm and he got home and it was just like one of those weird things. Like you can't ever explain it, but I was like, something like is off. So I went out to the barn and was looking, just checking on everybody. And all the other horses were acting kind of odd. And we had like white barrels in the ring, um, like barrels to jump over and stuff. And I kind of saw some out in the field, which I thought was odd because they were supposed to be like on the other side of the fence line. And actually Sam was there at the time and, him and mom had wandered out to look at that look at something and they discovered it was Marshall unfortunately um so and it it was it you know all we can think of is maybe they're running because of the storm and he might have hit a rock and sparked or Mm. whatnot it's actually kind of weird because our we've had a fence post split by lightning and our neighbor's house has been hit by lightning wow so we're clearly like at a top spot so I'm pretty paranoid now um at least with me you know bringing bringing them in or making sure they have access to shelter you know with storms and whatnot so yeah it was a bit bit freak accident that's for sure but i've heard of it happening where there's you know horses out in a field and it hits a tree and all the horses get hit oh my gosh so it's unfortunately one of those acts of nature that sometimes you just can't control wow so wow so definitely try to Try to bring the horses in. Well, God bless you for being able to get yeah. moving past that and everything. And, you know, I think a lot of times the perception is <clears throat> no one has, everyone is alone in, in bad luck, you know, and, oh, and the truth is you've had it, you know, it seems like every person we've interviewed so far has had some, some bad luck along the way. Yeah. Karen, and that's well, another thing we try to convey to the ride. listeners is to, Hey, you just got to stay with it. Cause it's, oh, it's, absolutely. it's not just you. You know, as we start to you know wind down the interview, because we know your 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 press for time, do you um, you know, do you have any like uh, words of wisdom for that young up and coming rider that's maybe juggling? Hey, do I want to be a pro or I want to be a pro? And like, do you have any words of wisdom? I think you know if you're contemplating doing this as a profession, I strongly encourage people to go out and work under, you know, top level riders or you know. Not necessarily, they don't have to be, you know, the hugest programs in the world, but go work for a couple different people and see 
everybody runs it differently. And that's one thing that I've definitely picked up as I've worked for different people and worked under different people is everybody's businesses or the way they run their barn is different. And what I've done is taken a little bit from each person that I've worked for or trained under and kind of incorporate that into my business. Um, and I think working as a working student, which I know your youngest is currently doing, is um, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> working student is a perfect term for it because it shows you the hours and the mental strength you need to do this as a job. Um, you know, even though right now having the little one, I'm not in the barn as much as I was, you know, maybe a year ago in terms of riding as many horses and whatnot, the the mental strength to to handle this as a job, as a career, as a sport is, is a lot. You know, some days you have, you know, a person tell you you're the worst thing in the world and blah, 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 because they're having a bad day. They don't really mean it, but it really knocks you down. And you have to be able to, like, you know, rationalize to yourself, okay, you know, I've got to move on. It's just one person's opinion. You know, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think... I've struggled with that and learning how to handle that and deal with that. And it's definitely something that as a young adult is hard to handle. But I think the you can be the most talented rider. You can be, you know, have the best owners and most sponsors. But if you mentally aren't able to handle the sport, then maybe it's not the right one, right for you, I guess mm-hmm. is a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, definitely going up through Pony Club and making your A, I'm sure you've had a, I'm sure you've (laughs) felt bad on more than one occasion. They're they're very nice about telling me you're not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Holy smokes. Hey, real quick. But I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a career that you have to enjoy. So it's, uh, as I think most careers are, you know, no matter what you do, there has to be some aspects that you enjoy. Yeah. That. Well, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, it's so hard. How do you? There's. It's kind of like, like they they say baseball is like a sport of failure. You know, like a, a, a three hundred <laughs> batting average which is, yeah. is is great. You know, you might as well. It's right. almost as good as perfection. Meanwhile, that means you strike out way more, or you're out way more than absolutely. You ever and same with horseback riding. You know, I mean, there's there's um, you know, you get your dressage test back, and it's just it's all things you could have done better <laughs> it's like you know uh and 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 you know there's that there's that abscess and there's that you know a horse that you came out and all of a sudden they're just mysteriously lame or they got a stone right. and it's just it's, right. it's or you're prepped and all of a sudden you show up and you're jogged at just that one day your horse uh yep tweak, tweaked as, up, you know? as many people have said the highs are high and the lows are low yeah mm-hmm. yeah so you better love it yeah <laughs> that's for yes. sure hey just i i'm sorry to kind of go back a little bit but i'm kind of curious we really didn't talk about your 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 kentucky experience so you've been twice mm-hmm. the first time around cruised right on through and the second time you had a, a little bit of troubles um can you tell us a little bit about your kentuckys and 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 um just like that experience of being, you know, your first so time. So I think the first time through, like, you're so naive to it all that it's a little bit like you got there. It's like, oh, my goodness. Now just survive. Get through. And I did. I survived and got through. I had a run out on cross country. I had a lot of rails and show jumping. But I survived. I got through. I completed. It was like, oh, my God, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting there is definitely 90% of the battle. 
And so the following year, I was leading up to going again, and um, he had an injury kind of in one of his last gallops leading up to it. So that year we didn't go. I guess that was 2015. And then and that was fortunate um, too, because I guess potentially it, it was something kind of minor, if I remember right, right? And yeah. you just kind of spotted it, and yeah. So, it, so I'm sorry. I went 2015 was the year I, I went the first time, and then 2016, yeah, I had just like it was the Sunday, before, like we were supposed to leave Monday. It was like Sunday afternoon. I just saw him trotting out in the field, and he just looked a little funky. And we called the vet out, and he just had a you know a minor soft tissue injury. And we, you know, there was no point in risking hurting him more right. um, at that point. So, you know, luck, lucky we found it. You know, who knows if we got down there and whatnot, if he would have, you know, gotten up and all, he, we always jo- joke at jogs. He always acts like he's 18 hands and kind of acts like a doofus. <laughs> so who knows if we would have picked it up when he had all the adrenaline popping through yeah. and whatnot. So, you know, luckily, you know, I guess luckily I know my horse and spotted it and yeah. whatnot. And then the following year, so I guess now 2017, we got back there. Again, 90% of the battle was just getting there. Um, we had a much better dressage. You know, dressage for him and I is definitely still like a learning process. You know, it's it's very much an art. You know, the more you know, the less you know, I guess. Is good way <laughs> <to put> dressage. <laughs> um, and then cross country was going super. He felt great. Um, the course definitely was a bigger course, I think, than the first year I went in terms of uh, the technical aspect. Um, and he jumped into the head of the lake, and I was, we had a huge table before, and then it was like three strides down into the drop. And felt great, dropped down into the water, and kept dropping and dropping, and then I was wet. Oh. So it was... It was an unfortunate thing because I watched the video and it just, it looks like he's lost his footing and he just kind of buckled on landing. Um, wow. So, and I, I think I've only popped off of him on cross country twice. Wow. That was the second time. So, like, for me to hit the ground, it's a very weird thing um, with him especially. And uh, so he uh, tweaked a little bit actually a back leg from that injury because he, when he fell, he kind of hyperextended his hind leg mm. uh, a little bit. So he took a little while to recover from that. And then um, then I was expecting Miss Annie. So he kind of had a light year last year with coming back from his injury and me being pregnant and whatnot. So it was nice to kind of, once I, like, take the pressure off, uh, once I had Annie, I was like, okay, I'm not doing Rolex this year. He's actually, I think, you know, gotten so much stronger over the past six months um, in terms of his overall body and soundness wow. and all that good stuff. So, so there's the silver lining. Absolutely, and I think you have to be able to find those. <laughs> yeah, so sure. he's he's 15. So hopefully, with a good fall season, you know that we'd be looking at Kentucky again in the spring. But That'd be awesome. as as with eventing, you know, you, you have plan A, B, C, and D, and you know we. We're just going to take it one event at a time, um, you know, with our spring season not being quite what I wanted. There were some really good aspects. There were some really bad aspects that, you know, I'm still kicking myself in the butt for. But, um, you know, hopefully we'll go out this fall and get back into our groove. So Awesome. Well, we're definitely rooting for mm-hmm. you there. And, you know, you know <laughs> we'll see so. at Plantation. Those are our little backyard events, too. So we'll yep, be cheering yep. for you and all that stuff. That's awesome. Hopefully I get to see Sam because – 
I always love my visits with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully he can get off for those weekends. For yeah, or maybe just, stuff, so. or maybe at least like go there on official business, quote unquote. so one of the things we'd like to do on the show is to highlight your sponsors can you tell us a little bit about your sponsors so uh, my sponsors are Bates Saddles um, which are is a brand that actually is located originally in Australia Um, they've done a huge um, push here in the states recently with their new Advanta saddle which is their cross-country jumping saddle. Um, they've never had a modified jumping saddle before, and I've kind of helped with the design and wow. um, that's cool. development of the saddle, so that's been really fun to do with them. Um, they're a great company to work with, um, and their saddles are great too. I, For me, it's great because they are able to adjust to any horse. They have the trees that can be interchanged, and then they also have a system where you can balance the saddle with um, inserts, so if the horse is muscling up, you can shim it differently, and then once they're muscled, you can remove the shins. So for me, it's great because I can encourage students, you can buy the saddle, and it will hopefully fit every horse that you ever own because you can adjust it in many, many different ways. So, And then I have Castile Denmark, which is the sun shirts that everybody wears, um, which I love very much. It's nice because we are outside all day long and sometimes that sun can be quite the cooker so having those shirts is great um then um i just uh, actually partnered with unique equine design which it makes fly bonnets so i'm excited to get okay. my first one from her we just uh sent off the measurements for neo i always laugh because every time i've tried to put a fly bonnet on him either the ears are too big that they fold over and look like she looks like a dog <laughs> <laughs> or it's like not wide enough and it doesn't fit over his head so i'm excited for her to actually make him his own personal vibe on it i never thought um, of neo as having a big head he's Just wide wide he's head small ears. yeah he wears like an oversized brow band but like cob sized cheek pieces oh man so wow. <laughs> he's got a big Custom brain that big pony brain <laughs> <laughs> That's so um weather beater is another one i just actually currently signed with um oh. And they are um, great blankets. Everybody knows about their blankets and boots that they're currently. Uh, I'm trying a lot of their different cross-country boots and exercise boots. Um, but we have all of our horses in their fly sheets, which are amazing. Um, I am, again, a little OCD about the sun with my horses, and I don't like them getting bleached out. So I try to turn them out with their fly sheets, and they're also UV-protective so oh, cool. it helps so they don't look like duns by the end of the summer if they're bays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, awesome. so these are my current sponsors, and they're great. Everybody's super to work with, and it's 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 fun. You know, I get to go to some of the trade shows and hang out with them and chat with their product developments and stuff like that. That so. sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. It sounds awesome that you were part of, like, the, the development for the cross-country and jump in monoflap. That's uh that's yeah, pretty, it was yeah, pretty really fun. Neat. I kept laughing because I kept saying that the, the jump saddle needs to be, the flat needs to be more forward. The flat needs to be more forward. And they're like, no, it's good. It's good. I'm like, no, the flat needs to be more forward. <laughs> so they have a very forward flap and they blame it all on me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's That's... nice because I can short my stirrups and my knee doesn't go over the Yeah, hole. yes, yes. Absolutely. That's awesome, Allie. We, uh, that's you got some pretty top top flight sponsors there. So we're pretty stoked for you. That's awesome. 
yeah, it's it's been fun. And, you know, I always say, you know, it's a family business and I like my relationships with my sponsors to be, you know, a family as well. And I definitely feel like I have that with them, which is great. That's awesome. So how can uh, people reach you if they're looking for uh, lessons or clinics? Uh, do you have any social media website or so, anything like that? The easiest way to find me is if you go onto Facebook and search Von Saxon Eventing. Um, there's, uh, you can message me through there, um, send me a Facebook message, comment on anything. Um, my website is currently being produced, um, so it will be hopefully available shortly, fingers crossed. Um, but that's probably the easiest and best way to get me to respond. And I also have an email at bondsaxonevent at gmail.com. Okay. So that's another way to reach me. Awesome. But I think all that information should be on the Facebook page. Cool. Okay. Awesome. And if they use Union of the Equine, they got to start asking for Sam Saxon to come. Mm-hmm. Right. We're like, we only <laughs> use Sam Saxon. <laughs> He's usually the guy in cargo pants and begrudgingly because I make him wear a polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> now pushing the baby around. Uh-huh. <laughs> God bless him. Well, listen, uh, we know that little Annie's going to want her mom back. So um, we just can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Yeah, thank and, you. Uh, we wish you all the luck in the future. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Remember to subscribe to Major League Eventing's podcast and give us a rating on iTunes and Stitcher. And you can always contact us at MajorLeagueEventing at gmail.com. Cheers.